I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. I'm Stu Whiffin. Joining me always, Christopher William Yum Glasson. How are you, mate? I'm all right, mate. Full of pizza now. Yeah, I know. We just had a, little, had a little chat, didn't we? And you mentioned <laughs> that your, your missus is away. Yeah, cold pizza in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. And the, the builders were there this morning and I was like, do I start eating pizza at 10 o'clock out of the fridge? So I, I managed to hold off for another like half hour before the urge came too strong. Well, she, and, I could just uh, yeah. picture you just pulling a slice of pizza, cold pizza out of the fridge, just like probably opened a can of lager as well, just to look like a proper geezer in front of the builders. All right, boys, how's it going? I necked yeah. a bottle. I necked a bottle of vodka neat in front of them. Uh, it was just watering the. It was just watering the bottle, but they don't know that. No, they don't. No, they don't. Have you been acting like a proper bloke around builders? I, I, actually, I actually said to Jay this morning, who's down. I was like, "How are you getting on?" He's like, "Yeah, cool, man. Just fitting in some noggins." Yeah, and sweet, bruv, sweet. <laughs> and I went, yeah, sweet. And then I went, you do realise, Jay, that I'm just feeling like an imposter now and I don't feel hard enough to talk to you, masculine enough to talk to you. And he's like, yeah, we get that all the time. Blokes suddenly start talking a bit more geezer when uh, when the when the plumbers are in or the builders. Okay, yeah, well, look, lads. Um, we've got a guest today. Yes. And, uh, and so uh, it gives us great pleasure. We've been talking about doing this one for a while. I've got a... Is it a pube? I've got a hair caught in my glasses feeling it keeps irritating me, aren't I? <laughs> Definitely. Uh, a what pube. a wonderful introduction. <laughs> uh, we are joined today um, by the wonderful Ellie Lucas. Hello. Hey, how's it going? All right. You all right? Yeah, pretty good. Thank you. Good, good. In You've a got proper a pro setup, posh studio. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, hijacked my way into a little studio just for the, just to make myself look like I know what I'm doing, which is all guesswork. So. Uh, hey, well, you're in good company because that is basically our life is guesswork on this podcast, Ellie. Don't, we never let a fact get in the way of uh, just us assuming things. Uh, and also, I mean, I must have got the leopard print memo because, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're both wearing I'm it. Glad where's, you your, did. where's your stew? Uh, oh, double leopard skin. Double. Yeah. Always, yeah. always. That's weird. You're really challenging some, uh, some Pat Butcher vibes today. <laughs> Are you wearing your leopard skin pants again, Stu? Probably standard. No, standard. Yeah. Peter Stringfellow style. Um, well, look, let's let's uh, let's introduce you properly for those that that don't know. Tell us a little bit about what you do, Ellie. Um, I'm a bass player, basically. Well, among other things, but um, I play bass for Tom Meehan, who's the old singer of Kasabian, and mm-hmm. I play for my own band Taunts as well. But yeah, just uh, trying to trying to make it along. Playing a bit of bass. Well, I'd I mean, say you've done done more to make it along, given that you play with Tom <laughs> and you have got your own band. It's, it's doing really well. Um, how long how long have you been playing? When did you start? Oh God! So I probably started when I was about sixteen. That was when I was in my first band. So that is a long old time ago. <laughs> I can't do quick maths, but it's it's a long time. A while. Yeah. But to sort of fast forward to to of late and. Um, and I mean, let, let, let's give this some some extra context. Like some of the shows that you've been playing with Tom, out on doing shows with Noel Gallagher, playing huge outdoor spaces. Yeah. And that. I mean, yeah. that's pretty fucking cool, right? 
oh, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, I my childhood self would not have like believed it. Um, we're literally three weeks today. We play Wembley. Wow, it's fucking Wembley. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I, that's a pinch for me moment. So um, yeah, I'm just bricking a, it until Wembley yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, that's insane. Yeah, that's like, so cool. I'm playing Wembley. Not many people stream, get yeah. to say that. Mm. It's um, it's just sinking in in this moment as we say it out loud. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is pretty epic, to be honest. How do you, I mean, I should say, how do you deal with nerves? Do you get nervous for shows? Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I always think, like, it doesn't matter if I'm playing to, like, two people or 10,000 people that it will be in these shows coming up. Uh, I'm always nervous. I think the first tour we did with Tom, we were all had, like, a frenetic energy. So it was, like, next level nerves. Um, but... Now it is just still the same sort of level of nerves, just a bit more confidence, I guess. Yeah. Because you've done it. You've been there. Oh, you yeah. smash yeah. it. What's your process? I mean, back in back in the 90s when I was doing bands, not playing at 10,000 people, more likely 10. Um, uh, my that, was, process, that was all your family as well. That was just, yeah, essentially just the family. You I and your nine brothers. <laughs> I would have about 15 proper nervous pisses. That was always my thing. Oh, yeah. The issue for me is um, nine times out of ten, I'm, we I'm wearing something ridiculous, like something that clips underneath me or like a cat suit or something. And um, I very quickly changed my attire so that I can go for about 20 pisses before I go anywhere <laughs> near the stage. You can zip so out of it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, basically, youth youthful exuberance has changed now, and I'm like, no, nah, I just need to, I need to be comfortable and be able to go to the toilet a yes. million times. Practicality. You're wearing, yeah, hundred percent. Wearing your sketches out on stage. <laughs> yeah, although I have been, uh, I have been dared, well, betted to uh, get back in the cat suit for this tour. So, the um, that might come back. We'll see. Yeah, if you if you, I mean, as long as you don't drink too much water before you go on stage. It's a right. catch twenty two. You yeah, got to yeah. stay hydrated uh, at all times in yeah. life, haven't you? Oh, it's, it's such a pain in the ass, and it working out how you're going to play Wembley with ten thousand <laughs> fucking people or Wembley. <laughs> it does feel like a bit of a bit of a Crimea River moment, doesn't it? Like, oh yeah, real difficult. For First you. world problems. <laughs> we'll talk about exactly. staying hydrated. How about that for a tenuous link? Love it. We. Um, your top five. Do you want to introduce your top five, Ellie? Uh, yeah, it's a bit random. It's top five alcohol with alcoholic mixer. So drinks that are more than one alcohol combined. Oh, you know right. So you've got booze with a booze mixer. Yes. That's, that's, right. Right. that's yeah. fucking, that's no, pro no problem with that. In fact, I thought it might be in your wheelhouse, to be fair. Uh, it's absolutely in our wheelhouse. And um, sorry, when, sorry, when sorry. Stu told me about this. Oh, hang on. What, 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 What's what? that mean? I've never heard that before. What? It's what? In your wheel what are you going on about? I've never I mean, heard that's that. It's in your really? wheelhouse. Yeah. In your wow. wheelhouse. Yeah. <sighs> Explain. It's something, it's in your skill set. There you go. Yeah. It's something that you do. Right. Okay. Moving right. forwards, can we just use skill set? I know where I'm at here. <laughs> Every day's a school day. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've learned something here. Um, as soon as Shu told me that's your top five, Eddie, I was like, fuck, I don't think we've done that. And it's it's a great one. And then like, I just spent a, a while just reminiscing about all the all the different because how she said it to me is was just mixers but straight away i started no, thinking no. about the, the the beers well the alcohols i've been mixing together um at different points in my life and um yeah so oh i like this this is going to be a lot of fun <laughs> i guess before we do that stewie we should give a shout out to our our sponsors one of them will be very comfortable with um mixing drinks as uh, as we've seen on other podcasts Stu. Which yeah. is uh is Big Papa J, Justin Price, the Say What podcast, um, with uh you know starring also the notorious FAT and uh, Lady P. Um, if you like drunken, high, somewhat high ramblings, that's that that would be the podcast for you. A lot of you guys would have seen and heard Justin uh, on our podcast. Um, he's on an infamous podcast that we couldn't put out because he got too drunk. Mm. Um, I, I saw him quite drunk on Friday. He, turned, what, he, he was at my daughter's. Scale. He was at scale my daughter's. Well, let, let me tell you. He was at my daughter's um, 21st birthday party. And my dad went, Is that Justin? And uh, at which point, Justin was standing on his own. And obviously, no one was paying him enough attention. Uh, <laughs> he just looked up at the ceiling and screamed, Motherfucker, in the highest pitched voice I've ever heard. And then just walked off to the bar on his own. 
Oh, mate. I went, yeah, that's Justin. I love him. Just standing at the bar with Justin is just, it's equal parts cringy and I have to be there because I just don't know what he's going to say to the poor person. The, the person who's going to pour his pint has got to just deal with whatever fucking nonsense spills out of his mouth. I, and, I, I they bought, don't get paid enough for it. I bought him an interesting drink, which I will get on to mm. uh, when Ellie gets the, the top five grand. That's the Say What podcast. The other um, sponsor mm. uh, of uh, of High Quality um, is, is Southern Martial Arts. Um, Renshi Sai James, he's a top lad. Uh, if you're interested in uh, mm. learning martial arts or becoming a martial arts instructor, yes. then go follow Sai. Um, he's always tagged in all our posts. Uh, so go give him a follow on the socials. Um, and also he's got a podcast with former guest Leon McLeod. Mm-hmm. Uh, go check out their podcast as well. We've been guests on there and it mm. was a lot of fun. So go and Leon and Sire pod- solve nothing. Absolutely. Yeah, it's very good. Which is just what you want to hear from a police officer. Um, <laughs> a decorated police yeah, officer. A decorated police officer. A fucking one of the filth. A pig. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Right, enough about uh, the plot. Let's get back mm-hmm. to uh, our guest and mm. some ace booze. Ellie, so, what you got at number five? Are, they, are these in order, by the way, Ellie, from like pretty um, good to number one being your favourite, or is it just Yeah, pretty some... much. Pretty much in order, cool. really. Yeah, the top the top two are my, my go-to sort of like these are the ones you'll see me with them at a weekend okay incredible okay what's your number five just starting off simple just a little prosecco with gin liqueur um Mm. nice Mm. and easy yeah introduced to me by a friend um she doesn't drink either of those things normally but put them together bibbidi bobbidi boo um yeah you've got a little cheeky little number i don't think i've ever had that I don't think I've ever had that. I feel like I'm immediately missing out and I'm going to find some new things to drink. So In an did... ideal world, I would have had all these lined up and just oh. like tasted them as we went, but it's like 11 o'clock and I've got two other jobs to do today. So. You have to be a rock and roll star for fuck's sake. I know. Sometimes we've got to do other things to fund the lifestyle, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, man. So where did, you, where did your friend introduce you to this? She just turned up at my house um, and she was like, look, I've got us sorted for tonight. Let me just, just, just bet, you know, stay with me, just try it. So um, we tried it. Um, and then a bottle of Prosecco and a bottle of gin liqueur later, I was stood on my coffee table singing Proud Mary. Um, <sighs> and she was trying to do the dirty dancing lift and ended up head first hitting my shoe rack and my bass amp in my living room, cutting her head open. So, yeah. That was just used to having a night in. The two Quite of us and one other person, yeah, yeah. I filmed the dirty dance and left. The the other person helped her with it or failed to help her. Spectacular. I mean, and also, yeah. if you're going to do Proud Mary on a table pissed, I think maybe do the first half of the song on there and then maybe get off because that's when it could get problematic. Uh, I was holding the beams in my... I've got quite a low ceiling. The beams were being held onto. So I was, I was sturdy in what I was doing. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so a gin liqueur, is that mm. flavoured? Yeah, I, I would well, as I was introduced to it, it was a um a rhubarb, I think a rhubarb gin liqueur. Oh nice. nice. Pretty pretty standard. Does anybody actually eat rhubarb or do they just have it in gin cocktails? I I actually do eat rhubarb, and this is purely because my boyfriend is obsessed with growing rhubarb. <laughs> so he's got a massive rhubarb plant in the garden. And he gets so excited. He's like, oh, look what I've grown. Look, look, look. And I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, rhubarb. <laughs> and then, but then we again. have a crumble when it's all good. That's it. I had it no more than two weeks ago. So uh, my missus, she, she made us a rhubarb crumble and it was lovely. It was really good, Shu. So you're missing out. My mum used to make it back in like the, the 80s and 90s. And, yeah, same. Um, it was so, what, you had my mum's rhubarb crumble in the 80s and 90s? I had your mum in the 80s. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ellie. Um, <laughs> I have listened uh, to the podcast yeah, before, oh, so okay, it's okay, not new. Fine. It's not new. Um, it, but it was so, like when mum made it, like, so my mum was great chef. Chef. She was, she was a great cook. And, uh, but her rhubarb crumble was always that one. I was like, oh, no, because it was so taut. It was like, yeah, you know, taut, pull a bit of an or did you mean tart? So, oh, yeah, we've, we've had this before, haven't we? Taut is we've like had, you pull a rope taut. Tart is when your like, leopard yeah. skin pants are taut. They're very taut. <laughs> <laughs> I say taut because that's what my mum used to say. And she's now got dementia, so you can't make fun of her, she. All oh, right, okay. Well, you, you can. 
she yeah. won't remember. Um, tart. It's very tart. It was too tart. But now um, it's yeah. Molly's one is. Uh, that's why she's. That's why I proposed. Uh, do you know what crumbles? Right, mm. a fucking good crumble. Like, it is, isn't it? it yeah. I mean, people only ever really put apple or rhubarb in a crumble, right? Uh, I guess so. Have you just got blackberry? Put, oh, blackberry. Oh, blackberry. Good blackberry. Point. Yeah. Good point. Apple and blackberry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, because blackberries, you just like, I don't know. Was we, we you picking blackberries in in like the nineties, Chris? Because in the eighties, that was the sort of shit that my nan and granddad would go like, "Come, we're going out. We're going to go and pick blackberries," and that was the sort of. My grandparents sound well boring. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 dude, no. But no, what's interesting about like crumble is you just go, oh, yeah, like just get some rhubarb. It's really nice. It's you know some fresh fruit, and then do you put like a sack of sugar on it as well like, <laughs> yeah, when you make yeah, a crumble? Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's good. It's a low maintenance uh, 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 dessert, though. That isn't it. You can yeah. make, whip one of them up pretty easy. Not and then, then what do you then do once you've got all of that shortbread? kind of crumble and a sack of sugar all over a little bit of fruit then add custard or cream <laughs> yeah yeah that's fucking good living yeah it is <laughs> uh, what sort of other than other than rhubarb have you got any other what are your go-to gins ellie what do you like oh so there's a there's a company down here in the depths of cornwall called tarquins and uh they do a fine selection of gins mm. so that yeah i do like a rhubarb you know a little strawberry and lime gin I'm not massively fussy. Yeah, take it out. It comes. I don't like cucumber, which is puts like Hendrix and stuff like that. Like, not as big a fan of it. But a mixer saved my life because I didn't really like. I I I, I couldn't complete alcohol because I wasn't a big fan of gin. There's two alcohols I always struggled with, which was uh, well, three, which was um, when I was younger, whiskey, gin, and uh, tequila. Right. No, I've always, <laughs> always been good with meths. Been all right with that. From my dad's shed. And um, yeah, so, but gin, like, I didn't like it until like probably I was about 30. And my mate was like, have it with, and it was just like, it was just a, to- it was a s- certain tonic water. And as soon as I had it with that tonic water, I was like, oh, it was palatable. And that was my gateway sort of like into then just fucking loving all gins, really. Yeah, gin and ginger beer, that's an absolute vibe. Oh, little ginger ale or yes. something. That's the Absolutely. Absolutely. Ginger beer features in one of uh, my little yes. honourable mentions. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That that was part of the reason <clears throat> it got me into something else as well. But mm. have you got uh, – so you're not that far – see, Stu, have you got any, like, uh, garnishes? If you're going to be fancy, not like if you're at home drinking to, you know, forget all your problems. Um, have you got any garnishes that you like in a gin? Just trying to think if I've ever had a drink where I've not just been staring at my <laughs> shoes thinking <laughs> – Mother's ruin. I was going to say mother's ruin. (laughs) Um, I mean, to be honest, cucumbers. Cucumbers are vegetable, right? Yeah. I mean, what are you fucking... What are fucking vegetables in drinks for? Like, you might as well just put a fucking marrow in it. It's fucking bollocks. What about about celery and Bloody Mary? No, no, don't even get me started on that. Bloody Mary, tomato juice. Oh, I love Bloody Marys. Oh, rotten. If I've got an hangover and someone swans in drinking one of them, that's making it 10 times worse. Just the thought of it. Tomatoes with a vegetable in it and the most pointless vegetable is celery. doesn't taste of anything. <laughs> and like that's the negative calorie one, isn't it? I yeah. mean, what yeah. a waste. A negative calorie like food and they make it celery. Why couldn't it have been hula hoops? It would have been so much better. <laughs> Tabasco. I, I I hope we haven't hijacked said Bloody Mary, Eddie, and it's one of your other ones. No, it's not really... no. But no. like that. Like I if... said it, so. Cool, oh, fair dues. Like if we like if I if I go to a place with a hanger on a hangover and they do decent Bloody Marys, I'll stay there for the afternoon. I'll ju- I'll just keep going. I'll just power that's just a great way to turn around a, a bad hangover that. But not for you, Stewie. I guess too many, uh, too many vitamins in it for for a graze boy. Uh, just have a couple yeah. of barocas and <laughs> uh, bag of hula-hoops. And uh, no, you can't go playing Chris with a hangover. Like I'll have a couple of barocas, have a little bit of a walk, 
Uh, I never drink full fat Coke, but maybe an ice cold can of full fat oh, Coke. Yeah, no, oh, it's, it's like, only full fat Coke yeah, on a hangover. Yeah, yeah. It's the only way. Yeah, yeah. completely. He said that. That's what I don't know why they. I keep getting pushed to me. I don't know what they think of me. But are you getting pushed like on social media hangover cures? Like they're constantly like, oh, oh, I used to really struggle with hangovers, but it's all like these twenty. It's like twenty seven, twenty something. Um, girls just living their best lives and it's just getting pushed on me all the time and like do you think that's how I live now I'm not like living it up like every every night with my girls all and, I get uh, my, my only sponsored ads are uh, former uh, West Ham player uh, Neil Razor Ruddock <laughs> who's in his late 50s he's <laughs> the size of a house going and as you scroll as you scroll it goes dads are you over 50 have you got life insurance that's the one I get and then the other one <laughs> Is, is various other people that um, are kind of stock video images uh, about erectile dysfunction. That's, <laughs> they're my, my, my sponsored heads. And the stock videos of cocks. That'd be great. <laughs> but like, sorry, we're getting, we're digressing big time. Um, full cap fat Coke, that does it for me. Like if I've got a hangover and I don't want to, I don't want to. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Make the, the situation worse by drinking. Um, full fat Coke is the, uh, is the answer. Yeah. I mean, Ellie, sure. are, you, are you in Cornwall? I am indeed, yes. I mean, you got no fucking excuse to have a have an hangover. You can just go and get straight in the sea in the most oh, beautiful lovely. place. Um, sometimes that's just not an option. <laughs> Are you when it's the on coast? the doorstep, you're like, nah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah. Oh, I'm very, very jealous oh, of that. That's the dream. Yeah. I forget. Yeah. I forget that people are that people don't have the beach next door to them all the time. Yeah, landlocked, landlocked. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, oh god the. The, the Not to brag or anything, yeah, but yeah. you know, no. brag away. Oh, live by the sea and play in Wembley. You, you're winning at know, life, Ellie. Yeah, exactly. That's why I've come on the podcast because I just feel like more people need to know those two things about me. <laughs> <laughs> Get it out there. What's your number four, mate? Uh, ooh. so this is a this is a Cornish based one. So I'm going to assume if you heard of Rattler cider. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, there's a thing that you can do, um, which is like basically like a rattler fruit salad. So you mix together like regular pineapple, strawberry and lime. And then if you've got a little bit of peach or something knocking about, you can add that in as well. And uh, so there's a music festival in Cornwall called Little Orchards Festival. Um, it's at the cider farm. Um, oh. And it's basically like bag and box, like 50 different ciders and then like rattler on tap everywhere. Um, and then music, like live music as well. Um, and yeah, we've kind of like, I work on the bar there as well sometimes. So we've kind of like honed the rattler, the rattler uh, fruit salad situation there. Oh my God. Oh, that's this a- is so again. refreshing. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had that either. This is great. Two, two for two. Two um, for two. Yeah. Oh, wow. Fruit salad. Like, I'm not the biggest cider. I'm not the biggest cider guy, but I do like it. And that sounds like the fucking dream. 
it is on a on a summer's day, live music in the background in a field. <sighs> oh yeah, yeah, it's a vibe. But I mean, yeah, you'll you'll be falling over by the end of the day, but you'll be having a great time doing it. It's worth it. it. Absolutely worth it. Yeah. yeah. I, you I, had that one, Stewie? Yeah, yeah. Like not not the cocktail. But uh, I'm, I'm quite. You've had a drink in the summer. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> yeah, I've had a I drink out in the summer. You're now, so actually. crazy, you are, Stu. <laughs> All your festival stories are so wild. Just got my novelty festival hat on and uh, <laughs> my tie dye shorts. Yeah, I'm just fucking wild. Like, um, <laughs> but no, I, uh, I'm quite partial to cider. It, it's like if I go to a pub, I'm always last minute. If they've got like shit beer, like if he's just like Foster's, Carlin, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna have a pint of cider. Yeah, uh, I do the same. Yeah, and and I'm happy with Strongbow. I know it's not the most exciting cider, but if that's what's on draft and the beers are really shit, I'll go for a pint of Strongbow, and it's all right. Uh, I quite like Inches. Like uh, Inches cider's nice, um, and yeah, but then when you get down to the, what are you smiling at, Chris? Sorry, I just uh, just don't mind me. <laughs> but when you get down to your neck of the woods. I mean, fucking hell, you are in cider territory, right? You've got all the good oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And everyone's everyone's homebrewing their cider down here as well. Oh, fucking amazing. Yeah. It's, it's everywhere. So, yeah. Rattler's like a bit of an institution down here. It used to, it used to be quite strong, like, back in, like, 2009. And, uh, and then they've got, because of the alcohol tax, it's slowly kind of dwindled a little bit. But it used to be, like, a thing, like, getting rattled on Rattler. I, I did once fall face first uh, into the concrete and cut my face Oosh. up on Rattler actually yeah that was yeah, just was of an just... afternoon walking home from the pub with my dog so um so yeah. what's the deal with um on tour with Tom like where, where's where's what what's on the rider for you like what's there to be drunk <laughs> mm. and do you have, uh, do you have a like one before you go on or do you know what it's it's really funny actually because like all through years of playing in bands and stuff I've always been like oh I have maybe like one drink before I go on um and then like a fair few after, but actually we've it. It's basically been like a dry tour from like we we just don't have alcohol, um, and I would never have done that before. But mm. I tell you what, it actually, it's actually quite good. It actually mm. makes you feel like I always used to go and play tours and wake up the next day and be like, oh god, drag myself yeah. to sound check and like your head's hurting yeah. and then everything's really loud. But like I'm just like waking up every day like what, yeah. I can't imagine having to play on stage with a hangover like 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 the hangovers oh. I get now. I couldn't. I couldn't. I wouldn't survive. I wouldn't be able no, to. No, do I it. don't. I don't. I don't think as someone over thirty that I could do that now. I have. I have thrown up in my mouth on stage once and had to swallow <laughs> it, and that was truly horrible. So yeah, I'm just being much more sensible these days. How did it come I, I, about? Sorry, go on, Shu. No, I, I played a gig at the Adelphi in Hull once, uh, and I drunk. Uh, we used to only be able to afford at the time in Obbins, you'd get two bottles of wine for a fiver, uh, and we had no money, and so we would buy that. And it was we didn't think red at the time; only drunk white, but it was like warm because uh, we had we didn't have any sort of fridges in our little yeah. van. Uh, so I drunk a bottle of warm white wine, and. I did run in the middle eight of the song. I ran off stage, <laughs> threw up and got back on for the, the last chorus. That's impressive. Thank you. Thank you. I was quite proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah was just... Things we do. Um, so how did you, how did you come about playing with Tom then? Ellie, how'd that all fall into place? Um, so the studio that I'm sat in now, Cube Recording um, in Cornwall, um, Tom came here to, start working on some new music um and he met the guys and um the guy who runs the studio gareth young he ended up um co-writing and producing the the first record um and i've known him for years just he 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 knows everyone in the cornish scene knows what everyone's doing um so i just got this this phone call one day sort of saying look can i just bend your ear a minute would you be you know would you be keen in considering this and I was like, yeah, yeah, I would. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, just I, I came into, I, it was all sort of like, you know, I didn't know whether it was going to be something that happened. And um, I came in, I got just got this phone call and they were like, can you just come and meet Tom quickly? And I was like, yeah, okay. So I like rushed down to the studio and um, I'd, 
I just had my hair done like half green, half silver, like a split dye. My friend wanted to do a competition. And so she just did my hair and I was like, right, I've got to go. So I ran off and I just walked in and he just looked at me and went, Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn, you're <laughs> going to be in the band, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, I, I guess so. And that was kind of like the start of it, really. That's oh, a surreal fantastic. start. It was mad. Yeah. Wonderful. Should we get another drink in? Go on. Um, so, Guinness and Tia Maria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like Guinness. I don't like Tia Maria. But something about putting them together in a social club combined. on St. Patrick's Day, just, it, 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 it works. It works. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I, I mean... I mean, I like both of those things uh, apart and together. Yeah, S- saves time in in many ways. It's yeah, it is really nice. It is really nice. It's one of those ones where you like, it's creative enough where I think oh, I wish I'd have thought of that. Like that had been quite a cool. Just like that. That's about as as far as my creativity would ever stretch, Ellie. I think <laughs> you know that's that's it's big that's dream. It's reach. a big dream. It's a big there, dream. It? It's a big dream. But yeah, I think you, when someone could put that together, they'd have been like, oh, "Fucking check this shit out." And yeah, no, it's, it is. It's very nice. Yeah, I'm all and, over uh, that. Yeah, I'm all yeah. over that. Yeah, I really, I really don't like Guinness. I, I, I can, I can taste a pint of Guinness, and someone will say, "Oh, this is a, this is like the best pint of Guinness mm. like in this area," and I'll be like, "It's better than the one that I've tasted before," but I still don't like it. But yeah, just something about a shot of Tia Maria in there just. Elevates it, it to another level. Yeah. Well, it's the it's like the black belt edition of sort of like get a Guinness Guinness with a Guinness and black currant, right? Because mm. you just instead of just adding a bit of black currant, you've added another alcohol and a bit better, yeah. really. Because Guinness and black's not really not really for me. I think it's a I don't know, just not a fan. Um, mm. But Guinness and Tia Maria is really nice. Um, I've always loved Guinness, but it's like a stout. Do you like any other sort of stouts, Ellie? Are you sort of any of the, no, like the no. blacks? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm like a pale ale wanker, really. I suppose, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I fucking love Guinness. I had five pints of Guinness last Friday in the social club, and it was. I thought he was going to say last night. I was like, shut up. You did drink five on a Wednesday night. <laughs> no, no, uh, uh, we don't do. It was in a working men's club, so uh, it was super fucking cheap as well, which is always a bonus. And yeah. I fucking love Guinness. And like, and I, do you know what? It's really, a lot of things that you're saying, Ellie, have you got quite a sweet tooth because you're kind of making yeah. everything quite yeah. sweet? Yeah, yeah, that is very true. Mm. Mm. And it's not not for everyone, no. my palate. You, uh, just sorry, I forgot about this one, having a sweet tooth and we talked about cider. Have you, I had a pina colada cider oh, the other what? week. I've, yeah, I've, I've had one of those, yeah. Yeah, it's good. But, but like the thing is, Stu, like me and Mark, we discovered it. And then we had two pints of it excitedly. And then by the third pint, it started to wear a bit thin. <laughs> it was a bit like, yeah, yeah. But it was nice. It tasted just like pina colada. Mm. But by like the third pint of pina colada cider, you're like, okay, I've got to switch this up. But it was good. I love that you had one pint, got overexcited, ordered another one. <laughs> Neither of you wanted to tell the other one that you weren't really feeling the third. <laughs> Went with it. <laughs> Chris, do you want to throw one in the mix? Um. Oh, I mean, what do I we, like as a combo? We should mention the Scroobius, mm. right? Would the, do we have to? Because that is generally a flavoured gin that he blags from God knows who. He's always got an array of gins uh, as as Pip. Uh, and we are recording the drunk cast next week, so I'm mm. sure them them drinks will be popular again. Uh, which we all slagged off, but I, I drink them now when he comes over, and that is. Uh, a flavored gin with Pepsi Max. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. What are your thoughts yeah, on that? I, um, I have heard talk of this uh, on the previous podcast I've listened to and you know don't get me wrong it's fine I'm more of a Coca-Cola person than a Pepsi Mm -hmm. for one but I mean I feel like the main fundamental error with this is that it's not mixed with another type of alcohol true this is true as a purist yeah 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 yeah. it isn't that I mean also it's just like that I like Pepsi Max I ain't gonna lie but that that sort of like faux sugar taste they're mixed in with a spirit uh, it don't make sense to me. He knows my feelings on it, and he's got no. He's got no. He might be creative and have uh, and and be quite discerning with many a many a cult like creative process. But you know his palate is dead. It's barren. His parrot palate, and that's why his favourite food. That's why he went on off menu and chose Domino's. Mm. Yeah. Sad bastard. He'll be listening to this as well. We'll be making all these notes. But the thing is, he <laughs> won't listen to this before the drunk cast, probably. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, disgusting. But having said all of that, like very much trusting of, of him is to persevere with something and work on it until it actually tastes half decent. And he's when he, go, when he did the, well, the, the, the Pepsi Max with like rhubarb gin, he did turn me a little bit. And I reluctantly had to accept that, yeah, he's... Uh, it's quite tasty. Um, in all honesty, I... I would drink it in a second, in a heartbeat. I would, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it does it sound away. great, and it is right in my wheelhouse. Sorry, Stu, but so I would, yeah, I would go for it. I have to say, he's right. had it, we've had it at the club when we're DJing, and I've drunk all my drinks, and he's fucking nursing his, and I'm like, <laughs> let's have a sip of that. He's like, but I, I thought you didn't like it, and I'm like, not enough to not <laughs> drink it. Like if if there's not another bit of alcohol there, so yeah. Sorry, Stu, was you going to say something there, Bob? No, no, I did actually buy a big Papa J. Uh, it's not a tubble, but last Friday, uh, I said, what do you want to drink? And he was like, surprise me. And because it was a working men's club, they had loads of cans of like soft drink. Um, I can't think what the brand is. Uh, it was one of them like kind of like sort of budget brands that are always really sugary and sweet. Uh, so I did get him a vodka and cream soda. Uh, and, and, and initially he was like, what have you got, mate? And then obviously he drank it and he was like, that was fucking amazing. Yeah, that already sounds great. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll throw one in the mix because I don't want to act. I've got a habit of saying shit, Ellie, on this podcast. And then people saying, that's my number one, you prick. And then uh, <laughs> just ruining it. Um, I um, When I lived in Tufnell Park, we used there was a place in Kentish Town. Was it Kentish Town? Uh, it was a Pizza East. And uh, they, there was a lad there who worked behind the bar and he fucking, he really gave a shit about his job. He wasn't dialing it in. You know, he went there because he loved like mixing drinks and all this other other stuff. And uh, he, had, I can't remember what he named it, but it was, uh, it is, it's in my top five alcohols of all time, what he made us, right? And it was, it was relatively simple. He wouldn't tell me the exact uh, proportions, but it was simply, it was an IPA. Half an IPA or slightly more, um, a whiskey and marmalade. And it was fucking amazing. Like it was, it was just, it was gorgeous. And it has that, it's got that sweet tooth in there for you, Ellie. And it's IPA. Um, obviously if you like whiskey as well, then it's, you know, it's the, it's, it's hit three points there, but yeah, the marmalade in it just, oh man, it was so good. Obviously quite strong. That is someone who's, actually thought about putting different alcohol together. Mine is more of a list of like throw some stuff together. But that, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, how you yeah. would really refine all of these things is, you know, put a bit of marmalade in it. Yeah. It does like, sound like a vibe. It sounds great. Yeah, it was it was great. And like, you know, he 
and like not all like IPAs vary in flavour, don't they? And fruitiness and all that shit. And and the same with whiskey. Like there's so many different ways you could go with that. But I don't know. Like the nut. No- I'm going to say the word notes there, which makes me you know that I just I just didn't feel right as it came out of my sure. mouth. I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it felt a bit pretentious. But the flavour, like how he'd like got the flavours right in it, was just like I just came in my pants. When That's does say about it. when does right. It become a cocktail. Oh, is it like free spirit? You've got to have free spirits in it for a cocktail. I've ordered two. I don't know. I think it's that. But Because when does yeah. it just become like some like wild fucking concoction that you've just made at home to it being a legit cocktail? Let What's me, the rules? Uh, let me Google it. Use guys a beard. chat. You have, to, you have to have a beard. You have to be a hipster, don't you? <laughs> yeah. uh, you got to live in Margate and have a load, of, it? Yeah. a load of tired dye. <laughs> Uh, what makes a cocktail a cocktail? I will check this. Um, Surely you're just going to do guesswork, aren't you? I've, well, my guesswork is it's free, it's free spirits. No chance. It's, There's it's no spirit. way. No way. There's loads of cocktails that are just two spirits and Go loads of mixers. Name just... Name... Name... All right. If, if, you're, if your theory is correct, name 50. If you can name... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, no, you're right, you're right. It's At least one is alcoholic. There you go. Fucking, that's boring. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, okay. We've got some cocktails at the, the, the toothbrush. I, I run a, a club, Ellie, in, in, in Essex. Yeah. And, uh, and and we do these. One of our cocktails is um, half a snake bite, which is a cocktail in itself, I guess. Mm. So it's half a snake bite and black. So you've got... And then you add a orange, um, what do you call it? Like a, a hooch. I don't know what they're called now. A VK or something like that. Uh, what would they used to be called? Um, reefs. Reefs. They still yeah. do reefs. Yeah. No, I think reefs. Dis- reefs were dangerous, man. Well, like, you got- reefs weren't like the other Alcapops. Reefs were like an orange juice. It was quite thick, wasn't it? Yeah, and it like, was. Now you yeah. think you could quite well easily have that at breakfast. <laughs> That that's flashed me back to that. That's yeah. probably the, my first ever alcohol with an alcohol. Yeah, we used we used to drink the start of the reef and then just top it up with vodka. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, dub, doubling Kids down. Kids drinking on that, in then. the park. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Strong they like Strombo on a park bench vibes. They were the days. Former guest of the show, uh, a member of the cunts, uh, Mister Gels. Uh, I saw a video that he put up yesterday, and uh, he was moaning about the fact that. Um, to buy bottles of Desperado is really expensive. And uh, and you only get them in them like packets of three, yeah, not even yeah. four, robbing bastards. And uh, and so what he done is he just, had a, he just had a bottle of lager and then he just pulled a hip flask of tequila out <laughs> just poured it in the top. And I was like, why not? That makes Fair sense. Enough. I've got a lot of time for that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But one I thought you might say, Ellie, but if you, if you, oh, I'll, I'll say it after. Why are you going to do this? Danger, no, no, yeah, no, danger. No, 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 no. But yeah, we we started flying towards one I nearly said, then pulled back on, but was a was a was a family family favourite. My <laughs> mum and dad weren't drinking it, but I, I was I drank this shit a lot in like in two thousand. I'd I'd you're going to say it. I know you are. No, I'm not. Yeah, I, I feel like you are, but. Right, Ellie, go. what you got next, mate? What, was this your number what three or number on? two? That was, that was three, to Tiamir and uh, Guinness. Yeah, that was three. Number two uh, is a pint of cider with a shot of gin in it. Whoa! That's, that's filth. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and do you know what? I mean, you, you can fancy it up. So I, I first had it at my sister's wedding. Um, what I just a classy wanna, wedding. Yeah. Oh, oh, I knew I knew that it was going to be a good day. And uh, I just walked up to the bar and I was like perusing the selection. I was like, oh, oh, you've got um, a few nice ciders there. Oh, you've got a Thatcher's Haze. That's, that's nice. I'll be having a pint of that. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, you've got a nice gin selection. And he just looked me dead in the eyes and he was like I know what you need and I was like oh wow yeah. and what he went bartender. you need a shot of gin in your cider and I was like what and he was like no honestly shot of gin in it it's going to be amazing and I was like give me a pint of haze for a minute and then I'll come back and I'll give you the nod and I'll have that so about Zip it in there. an hour later I went back and I was like you know what time it is and he was yeah. like yeah I got you and uh, Bombay Sapphire in uh, really? Thatcher's Haze oh yeah it was fantastic yeah 
Wow. All the joy. But I mean, you can put like a little raspberry gin in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sex it up how you want. Yeah. Yeah. That's really works. You don't go to a wedding, do you? I was going to (laughs) say. To to end up bumping into like a Mr. Miyagi type character that just bestows that wisdom on you. What a joy. What a legend. It just was a moment where my, my mind expanded and I was like, this guy is is my sensei basically oh what Loving a legend for doing that yeah. i think you've also do you think he saw you coming as well he's like because that's yeah. not maybe something that you could just say to anyone who comes to you no. can't say that to the like the, the you know the fucking the mother that you know the mother of the bride oh, what's no. that you know it's a certain person who comes to the bar on a wedding you like he, i think he'd clocked me i i was i was looking very alternative in comparison to most people there. I was, I was staggering like, lot, all over the place. I'd phone yeah, up yeah. twice. I had a bottle of gin in one hand, hand, a bottle of cider in the other, you know. Yeah, no, so I was I, I was walking up to him and he just, he just he must have known. He just saw into my soul and knew yeah. what I needed. Oh, and man, it changed incredible. my life that day. It changed yeah. my life. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that he brought you into his little inner circle. Like, yeah. When you and find... No one... Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, no, whenever I say it, everyone's like, oh, oh no, that, what? And then I'm like, but try it. Yeah. And then everyone's like, yeah, it works. Love it. And you get pretty fucked up as well. So. Like pegging stew, wouldn't it? You were dead against pegging. <laughs> Won't have a drop of that, mate. Won't have a drop of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But thanks for that bloke behind the bar. I'm all over it now. <laughs> uh, do you know what? When you find there's no... Oh, God, this can sound terrible. I don't, I don't even drink a lot these days. And uh, Craig doesn't make that many appearances these days. But um, when you find a new alcohol, it's like, it can make a night. Like I discovered like um, one year we discovered Coffee Patron one uh, New Year's Eve. What's that? Yeah. Coffee Patron. It's like coffee tequila. Is that the one that's two colours? Like you've got the bottle split, one's white and one's black. No, no, no. that's um, that's Baby Guinness, isn't it? Yeah. Or, um, oh, I can't remember. The- oh. Dooley's. Dooley's do that, yeah. Right. There's another, there's another liqueur that does that as well, but... um. Oh man, and we just housed this bottle behind the bar. Like, they must have made a fortune because like we drank the bottle and they were selling it to us in shops. But it's so good. It's like I fucking love it. And that was it's, yeah. Mm. It's like that feeling when you when you find like you watch a TV program for the first time and you love it and you're like I cannot wait to show other people this <laughs> and like watch yeah. their reaction when they I'm going to sit there I'm going to watch yeah. them watching it and I'm going to love it. It's like that with the you know with the cider and the shot of gin. Yeah. It's like just passing the knowledge on to other people and watching oh, them enjoy I'm, it. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. But it's also like when you do it and you get it wrong. Like you have to. It's like comedians oh, as yeah. well. You know, you might find a comedian really funny. But you might recommend them to someone who does not find a sense of humour funny and then they're just looking at you like, you're, you're weird, you're strange. I can't deal with it. I, I, I can't, can't deal with it. It upsets me. It upsets me. If I'm you've right. got to be selective. You've got to be yeah. selective. That's why, you know, when it's really one of your favourite things and you yeah. show it to someone, you're just waiting for that moment of like, please don't hate it. Please, I'm going to have to cut you out of my life if you hate this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't like that. Right, okay. Yeah, the amount, the amount of times I had conversations that ended up with like, yeah, no, I, you know, I don't really watch The Office. It's a bit cringy. It's not really, I don't really get it. He's just a bit cringy. I just think, ah, we can't be friends. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You're not my kind of person. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. that barkeep, he saw you and he thought he was confident Love enough that. to go. My only regret is that I didn't get his name. We're not Facebook friends. Like, yeah. I just would like to be in touch with him to... Let him know the yeah. impact. Yeah, oh. absolutely. But, you know. but then so you maybe need those. He wasn't real. Maybe he was just an apparition. You know, he might not have actually been even a real person. He might have just sort of come down and given me the knowledge and then. Did you just gone. fight club yourself? Was that your Tyler Durden yeah. moment? Yeah, at a basically, bar yeah. In a, in yeah. a drunken, foogie state. <laughs> some poor, some poor. None bar. of it was real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once you have that conversation with yourself at the bar. Yeah. And then you ordered a gin in your. Aside, and they were too scared to say no. Yeah, basically uh, that. <laughs> I reckon. Need, I think you need those people in your life. I think those those sort of elusive characters who come in, bestow some sort of like magic power on you, and then disappear. And the magic 100%. power was the gift of alcohol. Mixing. Absolutely. There'll be you'll be on TV in about twenty years. You know when uh, when you've hung up the base and there's this retrospective look back across your career, <laughs> and uh, you know probably hosted by like Davina McCall, and she'll uh, right at the end there'll just be a voice comes over the studio, and you're like, I know that voice, 
and out he comes with a pint of cider <laughs> and a fan yes. in and a gin. And like, Hopefully, like one day I'll be on. What is it? Would I lie to you? And when they do that thing where they bring on, how do you know this person? <laughs> this is your life. Yeah. Um, before we go into number uh, number one, then let's talk about about what's coming up for you now, Ellie. What are you up to? What's in the? Uh, yeah, this, I well, was going to cram in the word wheelhouse there, but what's coming <laughs> yeah. um, up? Well, basically, we're just. We still we go into rehearsals at the start of December, mm-hmm. um, and we've got a um, we've got a warm up show for the Knoll support um, in Falmouth in Cornwall, which is like uh, like a local little venue to us. So that'll be really cool to we've we've not actually played in Cornwall, so and actually like over half the band and crew are Cornish, oh, so it'll be really nice to play in our sort of like hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, three weeks today we we go to Wembley. Uh, don't know if I've mentioned it at all, but um, yeah. And then, yeah, we've, we do those dates with Noel and we end up um, doing two nights in Leicester O2 um, on the 22nd wow. and 23rd oh, just before Christmas. Homecoming show. Yeah, so that's cool. And then, yeah, some fun stuff coming up next year, I hope, and can't say about something. So. <laughs> Tommy, Tom has announced he's doing a little acoustic tour as well, isn't he? Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's um, the whole of March. It's just uh, smaller venues, um, stripped back, but you know, not too back. Come um, in. Are you, are you will you be on that? I will be on that. Yes. Ah, we will so, come and um, see you then because you're coming yeah, to South End on sea. We are indeed. Oh yeah, yes. we'll, we'll have to try. We'll have to try one of these. Uh, maybe yeah. after the show. Well, we can drink it during. Definitely. But, yeah, um, yeah. In your honour, I'll have one before I play. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> well, let's get to the top spot. Ellie, what you got? This is this is just, this is my Christmas drink, for one. I drink it every Christmas day um, and at other times of the year <laughs> as well. But um, it's Amaretto and Buck's Fizz. Hello. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. It's so sweet. <laughs> I know. When you, said, when you said about how sweet all my things were, I was like, oh, you're going to hate this one. <laughs> it's so, it is so like... You wake up Boxing Day and your mouth hurts because it's really? so sweet. Did but, you even um, sleep though? To be fair, with that uh, concoction, yeah, probably not. But then I finished it off with a cider and gin, and then I was, you know, then I was asleep. But yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's. I, I had it. I think I had it at a wedding somewhere. A lot of the best mm. drinks I find are at weddings, apparently. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it was just a taste sensation mm. and I have never looked back, but yeah, every, every Christmas day I wake up, I, I get the panic before if I haven't stocked up on enough Bucks Fizz mm. and Amaretto, I'm like, my boyfriend's always like, how much do you think you're going to drink? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. That's the point. I need to be prepared yeah. for this. Yeah, it's important. Um, and then yeah, nine, nine o'clock Christmas morning, the Bucks Fizz gets popped and that's it. You know, that's my Christmas oh. day. Oh, do you know what? I love Amaretto. And a lot of bucks fees. This Christmas time, I'm going to do it. I'm going to start the day we want. See how it if goes. you like both things, I'm gonna, how I'm can it, it not? Yeah. yeah, how can it not be perfection together? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to. I'll give it a blast on Christmas Day as do well. It. Okay. Do it. It's I'm, um. I'm at my mum's care drunk. home. I'm going to get some looks. <laughs> They'll love it. They get them They'll all on it. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's um. It's quite a giggly, merry. Drunk for maybe mm, that's the season. Absolutely. I don't know if it's because it's yeah, Christmas, yeah. but I generally find by lunchtime you'll be giggling a bit if you've been hitting hard fucking liquor from like nine a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, the first. The first year that I met my boyfriend's uh, some of his family, uh, we were like, "Oh, we're going to go for a lovely walk out on Crantock Beach. Oh, it's going to be so nice." And I was thinking, "Oh yeah." And he said, "Do you know when I knew that you were drunk already?" And I was mm. like, "No." He said, "When you were giggling trying to put your socks on at ten o'clock in the morning, you couldn't get your socks on. You were giggling." And I was Good like, effort. "Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right." So I've just kept that as a marker for where I need to be every year now. Because um, Christmas, it's, it's airport rules, isn't it? It's yeah, like, oh, such a good way yeah. of putting it, Stu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Christmas Day, there's no rules, isn't it? It's all out the window. Like you, can, there's no shame in just having fucking champagne for breakfast. Well, I think I think even as a as a kid, not about alcohol, just to quickly throw that out there, but like the fact that my parents, you know, there it, there is no rules because my parents thought it'd be a wise idea. Like obviously they didn't want me bothering them at like five a.m., so they'd put like one of my mum's tights. In the, uh, <laughs> she's give me. She'd fill, Where is my this mum going? Would, my mum would fill a tight up with like, uh, like chocolate bars right. and a couple of tiny little presents, and 
Why were they feeding me chocolate at 5 a.m. thinking that was going to lock, lock me down? Like, you just get high on sugar and then, like, be bouncing around all. But, like, so you, you knew, even from a kid, that there's no rules at Christmas time. So, yeah, then obviously you break out, break out the Bucks Fizz uh, for break. A brekkie, but sticking an amaretto in it, mm, like it. What? For me, I probably couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't drink that all day. I think that that yeah. would probably a bit like stew. I think my my palate would, my fuse would blow. But I could have them at like evenly spaced intervals yeah. throughout the day. I think you, you maybe be... you have like a couple just to get the ball rolling. Yes, and then yes. you move back into your wheelhouse of drink, and then you can just sort of <laughs> sideline off onto a another little one just to start the evening off again. What oh, what man, kind yeah, of... Right. Like, I'm, I'm interested um, in regards to the kind of food element because it, normally they kind of come hand in hand. So, you know, certain foods with certain wines, certain, you know, foods with certain beers. Like, when you're drinking insane level shit like that, what are you smashing <laughs> apart from a selection box? <laughs> I mean, I, I almost feel like it's the mentality of eating's cheating, isn't it? But no, because it's Christmas. But the thing is, with Christmas, it's a cheese board at all times. If there isn't a cheese board on the go at all times, mm. then it's not Both Christmas. <laughs> so, I mean, you just you just Dipping go for out it. of it. Yeah. yeah. There's no set. It's it's all about where the vibe takes you with these kind of things. So you got you got a bit of savoury to pare down with the uh, with the yeah. sugar as well. So yeah, a, a cheese board's my my worst thing. Oh. It's the, the last tour. I spent a lot of time me and the lighting guy three in the morning cheese board on the tour bus, and uh, the regret when I came home was strong. <laughs> oh dear, oh, on man. cheese, yeah. love it. So I've yeah, I've I've said no more cheese this tour. <laughs> Got to cut back. Too Got much cut back. cheese. Yeah. Fucking hell! Excessive the excess of cheese on tour. It's so rock and roll, isn't it? I'm like, I was oh no, say, I don't like... drink. Oh no, I don't drink on tour, but I do sit and smash a cheese ball at three a.m. <laughs> do you know what I mean? What I think that, I think that uh, veil. I think the youthful exuberance as well with all that. Like when you're young, you're like, yeah, that that's rock and roll, and that's what. And then when your mates are touring, or you go and see them on tour, the older you get, the more like sane the riders are. Yeah. Yeah, and the more ex- and actually the bet and also the better they are as well. Oh yeah, we had um we had Olive Gate on uh, the last <laughs> couple of tours because I think the rider was kind of like hashed together a little bit. It wasn't like someone did it that didn't really ask anyone, and uh, we ended up w- with olives and like <laughs> red onions and like so we bet. <laughs> Tom basically kicked off and he was like, no, no, where's the scampi fries? Where's the bacon fries? I'm not having it. So um, we ended up, and our poor tour manager, he used to have a little shuck, like charcuterie board at the end of like, he'd be running around all day and then like it would get to like, we'd all go to bed on the bus and he'd sit down and he'd have his like olives and stuff. And that got whipped right out from under him. So poor <laughs> boy. So yeah. So I think maybe this tour we might dial in on some better snack options. So I mean, if you want to talk snacks, you're talking to the the, the the daddy of it here, mate. So you mentioned Tom likes the scampi fry. Yes. Right. So when the scampi fry was invented, it come out, there were three. There was a scampi fry, there was the bacon. Uh, cheesy moments. And the cheesy, cheesy moments. Moment. Get, rid, oh. get rid of the bacon, and then you have one uh, scampi fry and one cheesy moment, which my brother called that cocktail Sex in the Mouth. Um, wow. And, that uh, sounds amazing. It's mm. really powerful. It's really powerful. It's yeah. uh, it's a, it's quite the combo. Uh, it's quite the combo, and I keep lamenting cheese moments. Yeah, I, can you I still get them? Yeah, can that, you still yeah. get them? No, I don't think so. No, I used, to have them, I, I used to have them when I went swimming every Sunday oh. as a child. Oh. Oh. Rest easy, yeah. little fellas. I miss them. Exactly. Yeah, so do I, mate. You know, just have a minute silence for cheese moments. <laughs> <laughs> just at the end of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, Ellie, um, thanks so much for uh, giving up your time and coming on today. It's mm, been, it's been, been a, a proper fun. laugh. Mm. Um, if people, thanks for having me. Oh, anytime, mate. And um, we will definitely come and see you in Southend. Um, yeah, have, let's do it. Have a lovely Christmas. We can start saying that now, mm. can't we? And uh, and if people want to keep up the speed with everything that's happening with you and your musical endeavours and such, where's the best place to, to keep up the speed? Uh, probably Instagram, really. Um, slightly embarrassing handle. Uh, 
Ellie is a barnacle is me on Instagram for no reason, but that was my Xbox handle when I was a kid. Um, so yeah, it's very strange. So I've never, I never really have to say it out loud. If anyone asks me, I go, oh, let me just type it in for you. Um, but yeah, um, so yeah, Ellie is a barnacle Wonderful. on Instagram. Well, That's where it all is. If it's and obviously, you... Tom, me an official. Absolutely. Well, if it's all right with you, we'll tag you in this post when it when we drop this episode. Yeah, so people tag away. Can, uh, can follow you if they're not doing Give so. Give me abuse for this. Already. Absolutely. Barnacle, it's been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> Thank you so much, mate. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Ellie. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast.